Welcome to this episode right here. You're going to love this. How can we help military men and women, especially military and those who are in kind of special forces, those who put a lot in action and theater, and then they come home and then they're like, okay, how do I transition? How do I decompress? We need civilians. This is international. This is worldwide. This is across the U.S. of A. Wait till you meet our next guest. He's going to roll right through it. You'll know what I'm talking about in just a bit. It's coming up next on the Bob Jeswald Show. Personal power, people positive, the community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. All right, welcome everybody. Here's this is going to be great. If you love to fish, uh, we have something coming up, and plus much more. We also have uh, duck hunting and much more from Little Rock outside of the the marshes of Arkansas, Central Arkansas, North Arkansas, and right here uh, around Eufaula, Lake Eufaula, all coming up in October. Uh, this is uh, part of Darby's Warrior Support. It's a nonprofit. And the man who's leading the way, former Army Ranger, not former, always an Army Ranger, <laughs> always will be Dennis Smith. What am I talking about? Retired Command Sergeant Major Dennis Smith. And we love Dennis. Uh, he's done a lot in the community. And this is your chance, Dennis, for anyone listening to give back. We need civilians just as much as we need those military men and women, obviously, to support. That's right, Take Bob. it away. Hey, thanks, Bob. Yeah. I appreciate you yeah. guys for having me. I've, it's always fun to come down and talk to you guys. And, uh, and you know, something especially we're all so passionate about. Um, you know, I just wanted to put out real quick and then we can discuss a few of the other things that we're, that we're working on and doing. We've had several years now where we stood up, uh, Darby's Warrior Support, uh, which is a nonprofit organization with a, with a base out of Searcy, Arkansas. Um, but we, we also, uh, have expanded that now from just duck hunting out of Arkansas to fishing in Alabama, turkey hunts and deer hunts in Alabama and Texas as well. So we've got, we, we've, we've really grown over the past several years. And in the past three years, we've really stepped it up and grown quite a bit with, with quite a bit of our own property and stuff now and things like that. But, uh, something we're really excited about, one of our main fundraisers that we're doing, uh, is, um, is the, uh, Alabama classic fishing tournament down on Lake Eufaula. That tournament used to be, uh, uh, Mr. Sam Williams guy down there, Hawk Guide Service, uh, he was one who run that tournament most of the time, and it was run in June. And uh, we decided this year that we was going to push that tournament to uh, to October. Uh, it used to it used to be called the the Lee King Buddy Tournament, uh, and uh, there was a young kid from Eufaula there that had uh, uh, a disease, this exclusively kids' disease, Nemi Pick disease, and uh, and he went and uh, started doing a tournament for them guys, and it, and it got really big and done really well. Um, we, we, unfortunately, several years ago, we lost Lee and, um, and we were, we continued the tournament for several years after that a portion of this money now goes to a 10% off the top. Every time, you know, whenever, whenever Sam and I started doing this, we're saying we will always give to Nimi pick, you know, that's what it was started for this. So it's sore and that, uh, let me make sure that I get the word right for what it is. It's sure. a support for accelerated research for Nimi pick disease. So okay. that money goes for there for the very, the very first portion off the top of it. And then whatever we make extra in donations and, and, uh, and tournament fees and stuff like that obviously goes to Darby's warrior support, which we're very proud of. Well, you ought to be. I mean, this, you know, Dennis, I've, I've seen your work even when you, when you were still active duty. And then when you, when you got out of the army and, uh, you immediately dove right into you know, into the community, you, you were real big on CrossFit 
Um, you started an uncommon athlete uh, with some partners at the time, and you held it all together. And uh, again, you got it started. It's 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 your legacy. It's still going strong uh, by another uh, Army veteran, and and it's uh, looking great in in the Columbus, Georgia area. So if anyone wants to know, this is Fort Benning, where the Third Battalion is. Uh, the 75th Range Regiment, where there obviously other Rangers come from the three battalions and finish their uh, training here, and and <laughs> and then they go to different places around the United States to do that. But when they come home, Dennis, um, so people understand um, there's a need, and you, the more you're around guys like yourself, I'm civilian, but I've been around. You know, I have family members, my nephew, you, friends, and and my late father-in-law, and many others that served, especially those who are specific, not just Army Rangers, but you're you're talking about other, um, it could be Marine, it could be um, uh, Navy, uh, Air Force, you know, whomever it may be that needs some support. And that the word support goes a long way, and you need the finances to, to do just that. So explain everybody how it is when you, and even from yourself, your own perspective, when you come home, it's hard to settle down. I mean, you, you just can't shut it off. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, if you haven't never experienced it, it's kind of hard to explain uh, and, or time, kind of hard to understand, not necessarily explain. Yeah, the guys is amped up, you know, so, so and especially if you're guys from the Ranger Regiment. So DWS was kind of formed, uh, one, of, one of our main motto is na- uh, mottos is nature heals. And uh, so we get, try to get them mm-hmm. out, get them outside, do the Does. different things, and, and it's true, nature heals. So uh, it, it is kind of that ramp up, ramp down, ramp up, ramp down type thing and turn it on, turn it off. It takes a very special kind of person to do that. And then, you know, uh, so many people that can, you know, you can kind of keep it in at times. Uh, and it's, and most, of, most of the guys are very introverted with outrovert, uh, extrovert type yeah. tendencies. You know, they can, they, can, they, can, they can play both sides of it. But over time, you know, it, it takes a toll. And, uh, and all of these guys... You know, everybody's home now from, from Afghanistan and, and, uh, and some of the other places that they've been. But our primary focus was this because, just like you said, our primary focus on this was to um, focus on the 9-11 generation guys. You know, everybody's done great things. World War II, Vietnam, mm-hmm. Korea, everything. Great Americans has, have, has brought this country together and kept this country together for so long. Uh, but we we all come from the special operations community that started this thing, so we wanted to kind of focus for these guys. And it's been the longest war. So, and these guys, you've got guys that's deployed three, four, five, ten, twelve, fourteen times or more, you know. And that's three, five, six, ten years that they've been deployed. Most of the guys is all their adult life. That's all they've known. So to turn that on, turn it off, you know, it's kind of hard to get readjusted sometimes. And then when it's just done, done, you know, it's what do you do now? Where's your mind go? Where's your, you know, do some, what I do with my hands, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. No, right. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it, it just so people understand too, they get a clear mind. Anyone civilian watching or listening, watching at WRBL.com, but on wherever you get your podcasts, uh, you'd be listening to this, but my, um, from a civilian point of view, you, you have to understand that you can't take someone that has been trained constantly, like you said, most of their adult life or whatever it may be, and they have a purpose. I mean, that the, the, the U.S. special operations, U.S. forces in any capacity, no matter how you serve, our military is the greatest military on this planet Earth. And people, you no know, doubt. we train other people to, no you doubt. know, we have the School of Americas here. We have so many different things because they admire how we train. And <clears throat> it, you, that, that's an honor. It's a, it's a big deal. And when they come home, you, you just 
you, where do I belong? How do I fit in this piece of the puzzle? That's not how I think. It's a different mentality in the civilian world than, than it is obviously overseas. And thank goodness for that. Thank God for that because that's what makes us special over there. You can't have, there's no wavering, there's no capitulating. You have a mission. This is the way we operate. This is the way we think. Civili- right. Civilians very loose <laughs> and there, there's not so much you know when we give a time or everything i always know you you always like bob what, what time does this thing start <laughs> we're gonna work out oh, i'm sorry yeah. dennis i'm a couple minutes late here and you know dennis will never get but he, you you did a great job transitioning into this because you always you always were like that but i know from growing up in a military family's last 20 more than 25 years even when i was dating my wife uh the looks i get <laughs> yeah. whatever running late running late yeah. uh, not dressed right or yeah. say the wrong thing you know so you know where are you coming from from Bob, but I never, at first I felt like I didn't fit in because I was surrounded by the majority of people who were in the army. It was right. my one brother-in-law and I did not. So I always felt like kind of the round peg in a square hole and I would get, sometimes I get offended by it, but the best thing you can do as a civilian, I want everyone to know as they listen further in this podcast, how important it is and how appreciated a civilian is by someone in the military, by you just showing some support, just listening, lending air. Maybe you can't, maybe it's something you can't do um, physically, but but you can financially, or you just may just by a little volunteering, and it's the best relationship you ever can have. I even know when, when I'll, I'll, I'll give this, in one of our, our first episode, we had Michael Schlitz on here, dear friend of yours, and it's because Great of you, I, you our relationship is through you. And, um, and Michael too, I, we went, we were doing another nonprofit here this, this earlier this year and another transitioning outfit and we were doing a workout and there's, I was, it was just me left, the only civilian guy there, but over time, you know, I'm sitting here talking, but after a while, it's like, I can tell, I know when Bob, Bob's exhausted, Bob, <laughs> and, and you don't, you don't take offense to it. You pull away from it right. and you give them their space. And it's such a, it, it is, it's such a nice feeling. It's, it's an honor. It's humbling. I never, never served. I, I, I wanted to. My wife didn't want me to. I was going after 9-11. had a civilian friend of mine across the street in Las Vegas. He did. He did three tours. He was in, no, two in Afghanistan, one in Iraq, and now he's a police officer in Las Vegas. But we were running together, working out, and I went down to Nellis. My wife and my brother-in-law was still active. Uh, Brian Searcy, I can tell you about him. He was up at Fort Bragg, and he goes, dude, I'll get you in. You want to get in? I'll get you in. <laughs> and I was physic- mentally and physically, I felt I was there. I'm not saying yeah. I would have became an Army Ranger, but I, you know, I worked out with you guys, but it made me feel so good. So if you can participate in a nonprofit like Darby's Warrior Support with Dennis Smith and his, his men and women, it's remarkable give back if you're looking and searching for something. And even if you're someone who's um, not active anymore and you're just transitioning or somebody who you, 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 maybe you were in the military for, you just did four years and many years ago and you're like, God, I just feel like I wanted to do more. Here's your opportunity because that's the support you're looking for to get these people to go on these trips, whether it's the duck hunting, fishing, or whatever it may be, right? That's right. Yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, so many things you'd said there to just, you know, kind of bring back memories and think about things. But it's a little bit different here in Columbus because it's a military town and there's, you know, so many more people who have what we call skin in the fight. But you get out and, and to just out in the States, you know, and, and you're around in another state or another city or somewhere that's not a military town, you, you wonder, do they even know? You know, you wonder, does a person out there even know what's been happening, what's going on? You know, because it hasn't been reported in news until just of late. You know, you hadn't heard anything about Afghanistan in, in forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you'd have, you'd have someone, and thank goodness we haven't had anybody killed since the 13 the other day. You know, in a couple of years, uh, but 
those when they were someone injured or someone killed, you never heard nothing about it on the news right. unless and it didn't affect you unless you had skin in the fight. You know, so what we're just trying to do is make sure we're bringing an awareness and and as a special operations guy, you know, with the, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, all of them have special operations guys, and we host all groups. And, you know, them, them guys, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tight grit, a tight knit community there with these guys. Uh, and none of them's going to ask for anything. You know, none right. of them's going to, none of them's going to say, Hey, I want to go do this or, or, Hey, I need help, you know, or something like that. So this, our organization, um, has kind of been stood up to like, just kind of keep a check on your ranger buddy. Just kind of mm-hmm. keep a check because, you know, you, nobody knows that guy like you know him. You know, he, because, like you said, in the, in the city or in the, around the country, people are pretty patriotic for the most part, but something always has to spark to bring them mm-hmm. patri- uh, patriotism. 9 you know? 11, it had to take place. That's, that's exactly right. So, and yeah, so, and, just thing, and things just like that, you know, yeah. and, and, and with the draw from Afghanistan and that kind of stuff, you know, that kind of brought America back together again right. just a little bit. So them little things kind of make people have skin in the fight for just a little bit of time. But unless you've got someone, a family member, a, a, you know, a husband, a wife, a, a son, a daughter, you know, someone like that, uh, who's actually serving and doing what you, you just really don't think about it. So it's important for us to try to help these guys it's in, and gals. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we've had several of the young ladies that's come and hunted with us, and right. they are top notch. Yeah, right. we'll oh, I, right I bet you they are. They yeah. have good aim. Yeah, they can shoot. Yeah, they can shoot, shoot right? <laughs> they sure can. Yeah, hey, they'll embarrass Look at you. the Olympics. I, hey, I, <laughs> I put my gun down. I didn't want to be embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I didn't even have my gun loaded. You know? but look at Miss English, too. She, <laughs> yeah. she serves in the military, and she was at Fort Benning, and she, uh, that's right. she takes a gold home. Yeah, yeah. does. Fantastic. Yeah. Really, really yeah. good. But, but yeah, that's kind of what we've, that's kind of, and it's, and it's like you said, it, you know, to give, to give back a little bit, you, you know, a little time is all you need. Right. And a, a thank you is great. You know, a lot of times people feel like it's a little cliche as of thank you for your service, you know. You know, I've been retired since 2012 now. Can't uh, believe it's been have, I yeah. can't either. Yeah, wow. Have, have been, you know, pretty active yeah. in the community, both in, in, more so in Columbus and, and in Phoenix City and stuff, but in both sides a little bit. And, um, you know, even to this day, if I see a new trainee or something with his mom and dad walking down the street, you know, I'll go, hey, man, thank you for service. I appreciate you. Because, well, there's only 1% of the country serves. I mean, there's 330,000, you know, there's three, 33 million Americans-ish, you know. Yeah. So maybe more than that. Two, two, about 250. Yeah. Two so, and, but I know what you're saying. So there's 300, you know, uh, thousand that serve. serve, you know, that's 1%. So, you know, it's and it, it's nothing, and yeah. it's all volunteer. And for us to hold and have the longest um, war in the history, you know, of the yeah. country, um, and all of it's been all volunteer. We never had to. We never Isn't had to do a drive. Yes. Yeah. So we thank them guys and gals for doing that. Um, you know, the, you'll see a mom who's just really nervous and. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got a mom, too, and yeah. she's just as nervous know, yeah. about me, and I've been doing this my whole life, yeah. you know, uh, you know, ever since I was, you know, 19 years old. Amazing. So, so um, yeah, you just got to thank them. Just say thank you. If there's some way that you can financially help, that's always needed. Um, you know, whatever nonprofits you want to give to or whatever foundation you want to give to, I mean, it, it, as long as it goes to a worthy cause and it, and the majority of the money goes to where it's supposed to go and not lying in somebody's pockets, then I think it's a great, great cause to do. And that's a good, that's a good transition now too. And I use that, I, no pun intended, but, but 
as far as the money for Darby's War Support, 10% goes right, just to reiterate, to the original foundation for the disease for that young man That's right. who he did the fishing tournament from, and then the rest, how's the rest used? So so the majority of it all goes, like I said, the, the top portion goes straight to, to Nemi Pick Foundation for SOAR, uh, okay. for the outreach of uh, research and portion of it. And then uh, and then we have a, a large sum of it comes to, to um, Darby's Warrior Support. And then, you know, some of it goes for overhead and stuff like that. Uh, we have a lot of volunteers. We have a lot of guys that have, you know, Henry Rifles has given us a rifle each year to, to, to raffle off. Uh, Power Pole has been very good. Like the mm-hmm. Alpha Insurance this year yeah. has, has become ahead. our, our uh, um, uh, signature. It's uh, a big deal. Yeah, it's a really it's big, a real deal. big deal. They, good they, for you. Yeah, so they're, they're our primary sponsor for the signature sponsors yeah. for, uh, for the year. So guaranteed first prize is $5,000 regardless of how many boats we get in there. Wow. So that's wow. a pretty good pretty good, good deal there for this, for this tournament. We're really glad to have them guys on board as well. You make a germane point uh, – uh, you know, given the support, you know, and, and going back to what you said, too, about just if there's no real skin in a fight. But if you see somebody with a hat, a veteran, whomever it may be, um, you know, buying breakfast. I, I, I found it really interesting. I bought I was at a local Waffle House. This is a couple years ago. And it was Veterans Day. It was a Sunday. I want to say Veterans Day would have been. I think, I think it may have fell on a Sunday. It just seemed to be or was around, around, around that period. And there was a, a young gentleman sitting at, at the bar. I called the bar the stool out there. And my wife and I are sitting there. I said, let's buy him breakfast. I told the server, I said, could we, do you mind if we just pick up his tab? She goes, oh yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. So we're getting ready to go. And then he kind of like goes, oh man, he goes, thank you. And he's a real nice guy. He looked young. He was a Vietnam vet, which I like, did not look like a Vietnam vet. Right. This guy looked really, I, I said, you're not old enough to be a Vietnam right. vet. So he came over to me and we just started talking. I said, yeah, my father-in-law, you know, was in, he goes, well, what was his name? And I told him his name. Just, I don't want to get into that story. Just, but the f- great thing is that how you make a connection. Right. Our connection was he knew my father-in-law. He remembered my father-in-law came in as a command sergeant major and made him shave his mustache because he was a sergeant major. <laughs> he, thanks, sergeant oh, major. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he called him out. He said, you're not going to, not, not, not in mind, my unit or whatever. He goes, you're, that stash is not, is gone. You That's know? So, funny. But he, he never forgot that. Uh, he appreciated it so much. It lit, I know it made his day because he looked, you know, he was sitting there by himself. His, right. I guess his wife had passed away. You just don't know anybody's story. Know. Even if it's a cup of coffee, you're not asking to spend a lot of money. Right. Something small to brighten their day, to That's show right. your gratitude. And gratitude with Darby's Warrior Support is is a way to do it as well, you know, everybody, because when you think of like the waders, uh, those are boot waders, if anyone wants to know if you're going to do a duck hunting. Because think about it, if you're with other military men and women, and you just came back, let's say, and you, you just came back from overseas or you've been serving maybe a year ago and you're, and you're restless. But this is a way, you know, you having that gun in your hand again, shooting, camaraderie, nature heals. Like you said, you're, you're out in the swamps there or wherever it may be. And what a good time. And even the civilians, I'm telling you, civilians, you get out there as well. Man, you can, and, and they want that because they want to see, get back to civilian life. You kind of attach yourself a little bit to that as well because you're, you're used to your military, you know, buddies and, and understanding that, that um, threshold of always being on, but then when you're with somebody who's been already in civilian and maybe they can give you some words of advice or things to do and you feel like there's some normalcy again right. coming home. So the, the cost of that, there's a lot of cost in that as well. I mean, this isn't, you know, you're talking how many men and women do you usually take out to one of these? So when we started this, we started this in 2001, actually was our was our first time. We had planned a duck hunting trip, just a quick background story. Yeah. We, we, we planted a duck hunting trip uh, from after hunting here at Fort Benning in the, yeah. in the beaver ponds and went hunting wood ducks. 
uh, we, we went out and uh, was planned a trip to Arkansas. Well, 9-11 happened, and we wasn't able to make that trip that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, we got back uh, just, just uh, right after Christmas time frame, and we was able to go to, uh, over Martin Luther King weekend. So Martin Luther King weekend has kind of been our signature founders weekend that we cool. call it now and yeah. uh, that we go, we kill 17 ducks. Uh, and that was horrible. <laughs> I know, yeah. that, was, that was horrible. I mean, we got places now where we can kill 17 ducks in 17 minutes, you know, if we <laughs> yeah, got a good day. Exactly. You know? That's right. There you, you know? go. Plus we can shoot a little bit better. Now you, have more, you have more wild hog out at Fort Benning, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Chattahoochee County. You can, yeah. you got to go to Arkansas yeah. to get the ducks. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's funny. right. Yeah. But, it, but so we, we started it then and then, we kind of, after, on our 10th year of all five of us going out there and kind of just doing it for us, that's when that come in to us like, you know, we need to start doing this for someone else. We need to bring some more rangers out here and do this. So that first year, we did it. The next year, our 11th year, we brought some, we brought some guys. I think it was about 25 that we brought out. Mm-hmm. And then it went up to like 30 and then like 35. And we're hosting well over 100 now uh, wow. a year. Uh, wow. I think last year we done... Well, last year was kind of slow. So the year before that, I think we've done around 160 um, okay. um, hunters. We've got two different places now that we take them out there. We've got on any given weekend, we've got at least eight that we're that we're hunting, and it's expensive. I mean, every they don't have to. All they have to do is show up. We're they don't have to have anything except a hunting license, and that's it. And and um, we've been working on that as well, but. Is this only one? Is could they come back again, Dennis? So what we try to do is, yeah, we've got some repeat, repeat offenders. offenders. We call them. That's what I'm yeah. ask. We yeah. we do, and yeah. and we do that on purpose. But we try to get new groups each time. But we try to have one from the old group. So if I brought four, if I brought eight, so I got two okay. at two different camps, uh, eight, four and four. I try to bring one of them guys back to bring three more. That way, there's a team leader there, if you will. And that way, they kind of know the ins and outs and how to get there and what the rules of the house is and that kind of stuff. So it kind of helps out a lot. So then them, them four, one of them will bring three more. Then one of them will bring three more. So it kind of it kind of works out pretty good. So we've had several that has come several times this hunting with us, but we always try to bring a new group. Um, you know, and again, we're we're hosting we're hosting Marines, we're hosting Special Forces, uh, Green Beret Special Forces, we're we're hosting SEALs, uh, we're we're hosting Delta Force guys. It's 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 and and then Rangers is our primary uh, customer mainly because of who we are and what we how and, how, and right. how it's easy for us to get them. I mean, they're our guys that's right here. Sure, you know, you, you know, my wife still's working there. You know, we've still got still close ties to the Ranger Regiment. So uh, it's it, and the Ranger Training Brigade. So sure. it's really easy for us to uh, to fill them slots, and everybody's been really good about it. And people know that's uh, that again, Fort Benning, Georgia. But you know, even if there's anybody at uh, Stewart or in, any other locations up in Washington, wherever you know the battalions may be, or just you know any of these other areas, you know, uh, across the country, California, right. you know, right. Mid Atlantic, whatever it would be, right. to come on down. Yeah, it's it's um, how you know how. Do we capture, and how could somebody like a civilian, maybe they may know of someone. Like, let me just give you an example, and, you know, not to give names or anything, some people might be. But like, what I found, let me just back up a little bit. What I found for me, and I'm just trying to give people my perspective as a civilian, what has helped me is to just attach yourself. I, I, mean, I use a military term, and attach myself to your your regiment. So to speak, Darby's Warrior Support, nonprofit. Find a nonprofit because there's somebody out there to fear, what can I do? I, I don't know how many people say, I, I never serve, but I wish I feel I haven't served. I feel bad I didn't. 
this is a way you can serve by helping a veteran. That's right. Period. That's what I said. So then my nephew, Mac Bryan at the time was at RTB. You mentioned Ranger training uh, brigade is, is down at Fort Benning. He was a captain at the time. And he, uh, he said, Bob, I want you to meet somebody. That's, that's a true story. I mean, I don't know if you remember, you got so much going on in your life, but, but I remember the details, but he said, uh, you got to meet this Dennis Smith guy. I mean, he's, he's really cool. And Mike Stout, and I think it was a few others that were done, but Dennis Smith, you got to meet Dennis. He's starting up this CrossFit. It's going to be great for you, Bob. You're really, that was probably the biggest highlight of my life. And I can't tell you how many of my meteorologists on staff that participate in these free workouts you did on Saturdays. And, um, and you were mixed. It was mixed. I, it, it was military spouses, okay? So they got some kind of good military background. But there were just some straight-up civilian people right. that know. And then there was those who were still active duty. Some were not. And what a great camaraderie. It, it, it felt so good. And when we would do some of the exercises, you introduced some of the things you did in, in your training days. Right. I mean, I don't think everybody could do everything at Ranger did that day, but I mean, but you brought some of the things that were, you know, your general type CrossFit material, but then you also did stretcher pulls with sandbags. I mean, stuff that you would say, wait a minute, what, what the heck are we, are we in boot camp that? here? That's are we in boot? Well, that's why it was uncommon. <laughs> that's why it was uncommon athlete. That's what it was. And it was uncommon indeed. But the whole the, the whole principle of that, the premise of that was to get people, it made you feel special. It did from, from a civilian point of view. Not, and I'm saying there's a lot of people listening. You're like, well, Bob, I got health issues. I could never do that. We're not saying that. I'm saying get involved in some capacity. And my, I was fortunate and blessed enough that I could do it even in my early 40s. And I'm 56 now. But when we were doing that, <laughs> I still was fresh and good. I can still, but, but it really made a difference. Yeah. And beyond the physical nature, how great it was and exhilarating and, and how good it felt getting those endorphins pumping, I felt like I was part of something. Right. I, I felt That's like I did wanted. serve. I, I felt, and it was it was an honor that you did. Now, now you're not going to tell people I served, but when you'd see you out, people had come up to me. Even to this day, they think that I served in the military. And <laughs> you never, I, I know I never have, but I support the military. Right. Well, I have a Ranger shirt. It was my father. Because most of you guys that serve will never be flashy with what you have. It's usually the guys who right. either they're, the older generation have their hat. Because it's something they're proud of. You know, right. they're the veteran hat. But most of you guys just getting out fresh. And there's like no indication. But there's a walk that you have. There's a look. And you know other guys. And you That's know right. what guys, because I've been around you guys long enough, who's who's talking smack, who's full of baloney and right. who's really done what they said they did. And then there's some civilians, some people, you know, unfortunately get those stories occasionally. Somebody says they were in the army and they weren't, or that that's just horrific. And you don't do that, but it's such an honor. And I mean that sincerely that the, people would say that they go, Bob, you, you know, and I go, no, no, I support the military. It's, it's the best thing you can do. Get out there and do it. And it, it makes you feel, I really deep down in my heart, I feel like, well, I never served. So it makes me feel like I did my part. Never yeah. could understand because I never walked in your shoes. I could never understand what my father went through, what you went through, or anybody, or my neighbor, uh, that who's retired uh, colonel and a lieutenant colonel in the army, and uh, and I know he's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, because I know because I talked to his wife a little bit. That's a support you can have, not to get in their business, but those are good things you do. I take him out for Veterans Day breakfast. God, he gets tickled over that. Right, it's the smallest, right. stupidest thing in the world. It's so yeah. easy to do. Yeah. And you don't know how much he looks for it. He's already pulled in my driveway. <laughs> Boom, he's there five minutes before. <laughs> he goes, are we going? You taking me to breakfast down the road? I'm like, heck yeah, we're going to go get some coffee or whatever. And, and just grits, something simple. Right. I'm not saying it's, it's just that little caring, that moment of giving back makes the difference. And yeah. if you're someone who's inspired enough to, to go on a trip like this, I would assume they, they, they would then 
pay their way, or how does it work from a civilian supporting? How does that so, work? So obviously donations we take, and, I, and I'll give you okay. a couple of ways that you can donate here in just a minute. But uh, So it, it takes about uh, $6,400 a weekend for the, for the guys to hunt. So it's, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all that is 100% paid for. The, the boys and girls that come does not have to pay for anything. Uh, if they when they drive over, they keep their gas receipts. We'll reimburse them for gas. We do everything that they need. The only thing that they need to do, again, to have skin in the fight, is to buy their hunting license. Okay. And and that's and we were buying them initially, but they they are non transferable. So if something happens, like where if I get you to come hunting, and and I bought your hunting license, and now you back out at the last minute. Yeah. You know, now yeah. I've just lost that money because I can't give them to anyone else. Right. The right. license is exclusive for you. So in, in order to hold your feet to the fire to make sure that you're going to still come, you Makes know, sense. now obviously we've, we've done this as well. If, if uh, something happened emergency in the family or something and you couldn't come, then, then obviously we, we have give the money back to the kid. Uh, I say the kid yeah. to, to these individuals whenever they're getting older. Yeah, we are. Because they're all older. kids now, man. <laughs> We're Everybody's ourselves. a kid now, but, uh, but no, it, yeah. it, it, it's an expensive, uh, to do. And again, everything is furnished from guns to yeah. ammo, to waiters, to boats, to dogs, uh, decoys, you know, I mean, we, we've got, uh, Nick Newert, who is a really good friend of mine. And one of the guys who was at first range battalion with me and, and, uh, and just got medically retired. We've brought him on board to be our operations manager. He lives out in Arkansas. Now he runs the daily business out there. Colonel Sean Daniel, my best friend, uh, him and I kind of started this thing. He's the president of Darby's Warrior Support. Uh, he is now uh, fully on board and doing this full time as, as well to help us out. So, we're looking to grow more and more, and uh, any anything that can help. Now, to answer your question about uh, how does one how does someone know uh, how can they get in touch with us? Anybody who would like to come again, we kind of we're not excluding anyone, but we kind of focus on the nine eleven generation guys and special operations. So if they that's kind of our focal point. Now we have taken others. Uh, and we will still do that, or we can put you with a sister uh, nonprofit that kind of focuses more on if someone else needs something different than what we can offer. Uh, speaking a while ago of Gallant Few, we, we, uh, we've got a group from Gallant Few that's going to come. Good. So we've partnered yeah. with them guys uh, on a couple of things in the past, and, and, uh, and they're going to bring a group out hunting with us this year as well. So I think that would be a really, really good uh, partnership there that we can do and kind of see what each other's doing and, and help out. We both know we all came from the same community, kind of right. working the same thing. But uh, it would be good be good uh, cohabitation there with these guys yeah get, but it's just w- website you can go you can go to darby's warrior support.org and uh and you can go in there and, and there's a, a a place where you can send us an email uh my my email address is uh d smith at darby's warrior support.org um sean daniel is is sean d at uh um uh darby's warrior support i'm sorry the uh, S Daniel is his S Daniel. Uh, so anyway, so and we and have that right here at the we, bottom of the page. So if you do. guys are looking at, we have this all linked here for you. So you guys just click the link here yeah. and, and just send and, us a note. Give us yeah. a call. Uh, let us. You can get in contact with us. The website's uh, very user friendly. Our Facebook page is kept up by by Nick's wife Jessica. She does a fantastic job of all of our social media and Instagram and stuff like that. So any of that stuff that you have, you can you can reach out that way and and get us. Uh, we, we try to put out the hunt schedule. We're, we're going to put it out here in the next week or two. Uh, and we kind of blast it out because it feels like really oh, quick. That's, Within, that's, good it's, thing. that's it's, a good thing. It really is. Yeah. It really is. It's yeah. like a sellout concert. So we, <laughs> we tell them, yeah. we, we put a countdown of like, Hey, the, the page is going live at this time. 
uh, get your get your people in by then, and they fill up within a day that's most of the time, which is awesome. And and then and then we've obviously got standbys and things like that. We can get guys in, but uh, but it's doing really 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 well. It's a, it's amazing how well you've done. Um, even when you got home, it, that's the thing. I'll say this about Dennis. He's not going to say it about himself. <laughs> is that you know you got to understand they you, anybody even I'm go back to old generation. I know we're talking about nine eleven generations the focus, but yeah, I go back to my father in law just because I spent a lot of time with him. And he still, to this day, can't, he, to the day before he passed away, to the day he passed away, he, with dignity, he, he passed away right at home. And he had his, we had hospice there, which is a great job, by the way. And, uh, yeah, fantastic. He, he, yeah. And he grabbed, he had, you know, those little triangle yeah. thing, majiggers, whatever yeah. they are. Yeah. To help <laughs> he, yourself up. He was doing pull-ups. Pull ups. I yeah. swear to you, <laughs> he was doing pull-ups. He was weak as can be. Yeah. But he still didn't give yeah, up. That, that mentality. That's what these guys are all about. That's who Dennis Smith is too. And they can't, they can't shut off though. He, he's got up early. Um, some days he had trouble sleeping. He couldn't go wherever he had to go. He would go from this place to that place. He, he was, um, up early, if, you know, I, I, and, and doing some, it's not busy work, but just things he would do that felt good. You get outside and want to repair something, start That's working right. on it. And it would drive my mother-in-law crazy, <laughs> you know, see, and, and I'll tell you, the spouses get a lot of credit. We give your wife to have everybody, uh, if without them, I know it, you guys appreciate them so much, and they just—if they are so important to you guys and, and women too who are serving. Absolutely, no doubt. Absolutely, no doubt. There is no way. I mean, I'd be lost like last year's Easter egg without Debbie Smith. I'm <laughs> That's you right a now. great line. I'm telling you, I love it. She she yeah. is a workaholic. She works her tail off, and she she's a medical readiness coordinator at, at the 75th. Uh, been there for quite a while now, and and just. And and it's and like Sean and Nick and and everybody everybody and all of us who who has served and all of us who I mean if there's a good spouse behind or you can't do what you're doing you if you don't have male or female if you don't have that good spouse behind you yeah you're not going to keep it it's going to collapse it takes the two of you to do it and both serve um, all the hardships I mean because whenever the guys are deployed and gals. Whoever the spouse is at home, if they've got kids, and even if they don't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any kids, but my wife still had her hands full, right. you know, with things to do that would normally be done whenever I, whenever I'm home, you know. So uh, it it makes a big difference. And they, you've got to have that rock. They are definitely the foundation. Amen to that, because that's it, it's in in my case too. Not not being an army, but just in general. I mean, there's something about you got to have a good one, better half, or forget about it. <laughs> that's yeah, right. That's right, because it that's won't right. work. Because that's it, a distraction, but it's just amazing how it goes hand in hand. And you, um, again, you know, the things that you do, you, you have always given back. I mean, there's some way, um, you know, some guys that, you know, use my neighbor's example, he, he likes to recycle on his side. I mean, he's yeah. doing something positive. Right. His thing is that he, maybe so much he maybe not separates himself during the daily grind, but he, there's always find somebody in the military who was in the military, especially the longer you've been in and you see it even more so. Right. You, you're always have to do something. You're, you're got your yeah. hands up and it's always positive. It's, it's neat to see, but you got to understand that you can't take somebody like that and just say, you're going to shut down. You're just it's, not going to do that. It's funny because I say we're like a shark, you know, a shark's yeah. got to always keep moving. Keep shark moving even down. sleeps <laughs> when he's moving, he's sleeping, you know, that's right. so we're the same thing. Just when we shut, when we stop moving, we die. Yeah, that's so it. that's why I'm almost every evening about, yeah. you know, nine 30, 10 o'clock. I got this push to sleep button in my tail. Whenever I sit down in my chair, it like, 
Yeah, uh, just like that. <laughs> I'm out. So, yeah. so, so yeah, I stopped moving. Uh, yeah. You know, you it's die. a problem. Yeah. Well, we don't want to see Dennis stop moving. That's, <laughs> That's it's, right. That just would not be. That's it would right. not be good. And you know, my father-in-law, right before he did, my sister, my oldest sister-in-law, was down here from Fort. Her husband retired from Fort Bragg, and uh, she was down here. And uh, you know, it, it was the two son-in-laws that were taking care of dad a little bit. You know, some of the male stuff going on. You know, they didn't want the daughters. You know, taking care of him. But he, um, you know, I walked away and I kept. You know, my my style. We made a joke before you came in the podcast studio today, uh, how I am, you know, and everyone knows you're saying to the front, uh, to Crystal, our friend, and right. our administrative assistant up front. And, uh, and the truth is, and I, I'm not, I think it's a, it's a compliment. It's funny, but he, uh, I was talking to him, like, dad, you okay? Do you need this, this and that and the other? He goes, where's Marie? You know, that's his oldest daughter. So right. he, he, you know, especially in that time, you know, he went to the oldest daughter. I said, hey, Marie, dad wants to talk to you. I sit down and he pulls her, she's putting her ear next to him and she goes, yeah, yeah what's that, dad? And Quoting him what he said, I didn't hear it clearly, but she repeated it. He goes, he goes, does Bob ever shut up? He goes, he keeps going on and on and on. He goes, you know, this is hours before he he, he moved on and right. transitioned into right. from this world into the next. But he, yeah, he, he's still even towards the end. He's still he's still yeah. at it. So he's not going to until he was ready to shut off. He that's when he was. That's gone. right. That's right. That's exactly. He was, right. He was clutching my my wife's uh, hand uh, coincidentally. So it was a really nice peaceful transition for that's him. That's great. We're real happy with dignity. He. He thought the world he is as well too. He, he uh, and I reminded you too because I tell you about the picture of you. He's a good man inducting him in the uh, Ranger Hall of Fame. So it was an honor. It was he's really a, good to see. He was a good man. But the but the, you know the the things that that you all do to support and let's go now back to the fishing right. tournament because th- this is this is great too. Now, like the Derby's War support effort with the duck hunting. Is, are we running into the same thing with the with the fishing tournament, or is this, the bass fishing a little bit different? So the bass fishing is just a little bit different. Now, uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll come back. To okay, it. The, sure. The bass yeah. fishing is a little bit different. This tournament is exclusively a money raiser for uh, for the nonprofits. Uh, both of us, the nine hundred C three, you know that that uh, Hawk Sky Service has for for the uh, uh, Alabama Classic. So that money and donations goes to goes to SOAR and to Nemi Pick Foundation and then the DWS. So both of them is a tax-deductible donation. If you come in to fish the tournament, you get a tax-free form right there, 100% tax-deductible uh, for all that stuff. Um, the the um, uh, difference before between oh, yeah, yeah, so the, the fishing. fishing yeah. So the fishing and stuff – so Sam uh, has said what he would like to do, and, and we just haven't kicked it off yet. Okay. But his guides have told him he would love to take people fishing down there. So the, kind of the okay. same thing, yeah. uh, loosely affiliated. But he would love to have these guys come in. If we could fill three or four or five boats with guys, wow. the guides okay. would come in, take them, take them out fishing for the day, and just enjoy and have a good day with them in that time. The only thing that they'll need at that time is a fishing license, which, which is, you know, like, 15, yeah, how much bucks, is it? Yeah, fishing 15 or 20 bucks. Yeah. For, and especially for active duty guys, if they're yeah. active duty now. So that's something that we've talked about. We haven't really pushed it much right. uh, for doing that, but that is something we've talked about doing here at Ufala. But for the tournament that we're doing on 16 October, uh, that, that tournament is to raise money. And we're looking – we've been close. We've got 190 boats before. We're looking to try to get 200 boats this year. Fantastic. Uh, to that's try great. to push it. And that'd be that'd be huge if we can reach, yeah. reach that milestone. Last year, it kind of put a little damper on it. We had a better turnout than what we thought was going to with COVID and stuff um, because it was right in the peak. You know, it was right. in June when we done it, and it was right at the peak, and, and we just didn't know. So we, we held it. Yeah. But it was, you know, it just didn't that many people turn out. There were several people that canceled the last minute just because of the, yeah. the health issues. 
But some of the things that we do uh, as on the fishing, so we do trout fishing in Arkansas. We've got uh, uh, deer and duck hunts that we do in uh, in Texas. Uh, we've got Alabama turkey and deer, and uh, we do several father son father daughter hunts. We do them also in Arkansas and Alabama. Uh, I uh, Sherman Concrete is oh, okay. uh, well, is for good. Sherman Concrete is one of our sponsors that helps out immensely with the Alabama stuff. Uh, and then Truck Works also is a Kenworth uh, um, yeah. truck dealership truck, that's in Alabama. Yeah. So them guys have kind of taken us on also to help some of the guys here locally that we can get them out and hunt. So we've got a father-son deer hunt coming up, uh, father-son, father-daughter deer hunt coming up uh, in November uh, here in Alabama. Okay. Uh, and then we've got several uh, early season father-son, father-daughter hunts in Arkansas. And then we, we take uh, Truck Works – uh, gives us one slot to hunt uh, deer uh, a year uh, with them guys, mm-hmm. and we pick like one outstanding ranger yeah. for the our, our special operator, I should say, sure. for the year uh, to go out and hunt with them guys. And they've killed some massive deer out there each year. It's, it's I mean, it's been a, a really, really good time each time. I got to point something out. Dennis has got a lot of hats he's wearing here when it comes to all these sponsors, which is great because I know, I'm sure you had a lot to do with that. He's 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 definitely uh, someone good to talk to and convincing and, and he's genuine and, he, and they know, hey, Dennis, we cannot say no. But but you, you don't have a Texas A&M hat and you don't have a Georgia hat. You don't have a Razorback hat, but you have an Alabama hat. Yeah, roll tide. <laughs> roll tide. And you're from Pensacola, Florida originally, yeah, right? Yeah, just north Florida, Pensacola. Yeah, so you're not even a, you're not even a Seminole fan or, yeah. or Gaines or so I say, or a Gator fan, or so, whatever. No, no, not a big Alabama. I mean, not a big uh, Gator fan. Yeah. My nephew graduated from uh, actually the state championship. I mean, the national championship team from Florida State. Wow. He was in. The, he was in the band there and played for with him. them guys. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but don't, still don't weird. make still don't make me like him. <laughs> <laughs> so you better be careful what hat you're wearing. It's, there, there's some crimson, some red in there for you know the for the state, but you know I don't know for Florida State. So, no, I I, uh, I did grow up just north of Pensacola, Florida, right yeah. on the Florida Alabama line i've been okay. an alabama fan so that's what gave you the alabama. ever okay. since okay. ever since bear bryant was there all i wanted yeah. to do was go pay for bear bryant yeah oh you yeah know? who but, wouldn't uh, yeah. yeah so we yeah we uh we have a good time now i've lived over here though most of my life so sure. i've actually lived in here longer than i lived at home that's all now. i am so now. Yeah, i've been, been away on, the, on south um you know east alabama Georgia line forever. So, like I said, I tell everybody I grew up on the Florida Georgia, uh, Florida Alabama line. Now yeah. I live on the Georgia Alabama line. It's got to be a group in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere I, it's I, I, I see it another, would be a great see another country group. group. Yeah, yeah. Some, something like that. I think I heard that once before. But you know, this and I am sorry I digress here from it, but it's a slack because it just it makes makes me laugh, makes me smile um, with that. But that, that's what's that's what's great about that. What could a could a civilian? Uh, how do they? How can they participate in any particular way that would help you? Or is there? An, an so yeah, especially around here, on like for this tournament on the sixteenth, we okay. could we, we could use help if we need if we had some guys that come in and help uh, you know help uh, check boats, okay. help load boats, help do the weigh in, help do different things like that. Uh, just overall help set up and tear down of the tournament on the sixteenth. That would be fantastic. Uh, as far as in, uh, Darby's War support and the other stuff. Uh, yeah, we can always use it now. You know, it's, we can always say that money is the easiest way to, to, to donate, uh, mm-hmm. to, to give back, uh, because it takes a lot of it to do. Um, but time is always great as well. We, we, uh, we normally have a, a, a banquet in, uh, Oct- in, uh, September that we do. And that's kind of one of our big fundraisers. We do that in the country club of Little Rock there in Arkansas. Um, but again, we, 
we postponed it again this year uh, due to COVID. Right. We didn't do it last year. We actually done pretty well by virtual, like a virtual banquet. We sent our newsletters and other things. So we done okay. We come up with almost as much money as we would have had at the banquet. But um, uh, but any time, you know, some of the guys there that's local, they'll donate their time. They'll donate their hunt club to come have host guys. So uh, not always has that, like last year, we done half the amount of guys that we normally hunt because we tried to give that little bit of COVID break in there, making sure we weren't exposing people. What we was afraid of is we didn't want to be the one to expose the people. Sure. So we bring a group in this weekend, and then we bring a group in next weekend, and we picked it up from the group from last weekend, and now we pass it to this weekend. So we put a break in there each time. The good news is, is especially since we've had Nick and the guys on board, uh, we killed more ducks last year than we've killed. Uh, wow. We, and, wow. and hunted half the people. So the good and hunted and hunted exclusively our land. So what was really good was our lease land, the land that we've owned, and the land that we've built up. You know, it just goes to show you that the money that the guys have donated and we've raised over the years has has come to the benefit of giving more and better uh, outcome at the end from from what we've done. So it's it's really a proud moment to to know that that we hunted half the number of people that we half the number of hunts that we hunted last year exclusively on our land. And That's we kill amazing. more dunts and ducks than we have. And so it was, it was really, really good. Really so good. So when it comes to there's no limitation. Is there, and I'll say I don't know much about that in terms of you have a license. You, could you kill so many ducks? Is that how it yeah, is? Yeah, there's a limit. limit uh, and there's a limit a day fish. that okay. you can kill. Okay. Uh, and it's a six-bird limit per person. Okay. Uh, and there's different species broke down. You can have this many of this kind, this many of this okay. kind. Um, but the guy takes care of all that for you. You don't need to know anything about that. So you're just not full, this point, is what's all great. you're doing is shooting. All, this, this, you know, it's awesome. That's, they've got everything yeah. for you. You just got to go in there. We're going to have the biscuits made for you. The coffee's going to be ready in the oh, morning. Come on. The yeah. truck's going to be loaded. The boat's ready to go. The decoys is going to be put out. All you got to do is show up and shoot straight, oh, uh, which yeah, is so which is sometimes hard to do. I know it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I tell you about Vice President you know, Cheney. No. We, and I've said this many a time, and and I've done all kind of hunting. I grew up hunting, you know, and I've done all kinds of things. And you're talking about uh, the camaraderie and building the groups and and the guys coming together and then just the release of the people. Nick told a really good story. Uh, uh, here a few days ago about a group that he took hunting and i'll tell you this first and i go into nick's story but yeah but sure, what it was 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 uh i've done a lot of different type of hunting but there is absolutely nothing like it when i tell you all ago that i don't load my gun sometimes yeah. there's times i go on the whole trip that i don't even take my gun out of the case i because I, the, the boys and the gals that we've got there that's hunting and the things that they see and do and the way that it all comes together is just I mean, I can't even hardly explain it. It's just tingly and magical the way that happens. I don't think you can do it any other way. I don't think you can do it dove hunting. I don't think you can do it deer hunting. I don't think – and then we host all these different kind of little sure. things. But in the duck blind is magic. I mean, it really is because you you don't have to be quiet the whole time. You can cut up and you can carry on and you can release – but when the sun starts coming up in the morning and you hear them ducks flying overhead and the dogs is in the box and they're like, oh, they're just so ready to go. And, and everything is just happening and is magical and is working, you know, and then the sun comes up and then the first birds of the morning come into the, to the blind and the boys are calling and the guns go off. And if you hit a duck, you do. If you don't, you don't. Most of the time they miss the first group just because it's just so magical to see that happen and you see if the 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 faces change it's happening 
the healing is working. The, the, and, you know, and they brag about the shots they made or they get picked on about the shots they miss. The dogs goes, gets in birds, or brings them in, and then you get it ready and you talk, you talk junk to each other for just a few minutes, take your sip of coffee, and then it happens again. And here comes the next group of birds and on and so on. And so as the day progresses on, you see what started out on Friday evening when they got there, letting the hair down just a little bit but still not really sure about this thing. Yeah. Going to bed that night, getting up at you know three thirty, four o'clock the next morning to go go to the duck blind, and then by that evening, it's relaxed. Everybody's chilled. Everybody's. It's actually the most amazing thing that you can see. And then that evening, you're sitting out by the fire pit, and you got your trusty dog who was just there with you all day on the hunt, who smoked and tired out from getting all your birds. <laughs> He's laying there by the fire. Everybody's sitting around with you know a nice tasty beverage. Uh, of their choice you know the sun's setting and the day comes to an end and it's just nothing that can replicate it it is absolutely amazing nick nick told the story about a group that uh that come in and just before shooting time so you can you can hunt um 30 minutes before sunrise is a certain shooting time and you got you if you're a minute early You'll, they'll shut you down. Game wardens are here. Game wardens are no. You never know if they're checking you or not. Sure. So you got to be on time, um, and you can't shoot early. So it was it was about five minutes before shooting time. And this this new group had come in. Uh, I want to say they were special forces guys, if I'm not mistaken. They come in, and again, that first night, you know, everybody's just unsure, just not yeah. really sure of what to do. Dinner's great, you know, yeah. breaking the ice, that kind of thing. But they're in there, and it was no less than a, a group of 200 teal came in and pitched right in the hole right in front of them. There's 200 birds on the water right now in front of these guys. They can't shoot right now. But, <laughs> like but they're, they're just they're like looking and like, oh, my God, did you just see that happen? And then them birds get up and get out, and then, the, and then it's shooting time. And then the next group, it, it must have been a, another group of 200-plus birds. They come in, circled the blind, and pitched right in the hole. Nick Nick hollers, kill them, get them, cut them, something, <laughs> and it's nobody even picked up a gun yet because it was so. It was magic, man. It's mag- you, they, is, it was I can't even. It was a. It was amazing. Wow. Nobody and they said, kill them birds, and then he's like, <laughs> well, I'll kill them, and then they boom, 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 boom. I don't think they cut a feather. I don't think they hit one bird. They didn't, but it was, and they got better the afternoon. and They killed sure, a limited birds sure. that happened, but that moment, and from back. right then. It, it all changed. It's just amazing of how that that happens. And that's what it's about. I mean, you can't do that in a deer blind because, you no. know, you got to be right. quiet. Right. Oh, you can't. You know, got to be still. Yeah. You know, you got to do all the stuff. You can't do it. And the hunt may be great, but the duck the duck hunting to me. No, we understand and then, why. And then the yeah. afterwards is yeah. it, it's, it's the only thing I think that can replicate kind of the brotherhood, uh, the camaraderie, the relaxation nature heals that sun coming up 200 birds pitching on the water in front of you mm. you know it's amazing and we, you should have heard them dogs the dogs oh, are, oh yeah the oh, dogs yeah. are going crazy <laughs> oh, like no all these birds in the water what are y'all doing, what are y'all yeah, doing? Look, give me the release on my collar <laughs> jerk me back see what i can do that to me yeah it's amazing that, it is absolutely that's what it's about what do you think that picture you painted i mean you painted a picture which was remarkable 
It was better than anything that Bob <laughs> that Bob Ross could have done. And my phone's got that was my older daughter calling from Indiana, believe it or not. So but but that is that is remarkable. It's beautiful, man. The, the way you told was uh, Dylan, did that take you? That, that I was taking it back. Were you there? I felt like Were you I, there? I felt like I was there. Like, yeah. Whoa. Cue, cue <laughs> up the sounds, the nature yeah. sounds of the birds yeah. and everything yeah. else. But to see that and you could just to see a look on their faces. And this is why Dennis Smith didn't even pick up his rifle. Doesn't even take it out of the case. I can understand why. It's just something. I'd to be watch so them. you're so busy watching and, and participating. That's your therapy. But is that fair to say? Is that kind of your it therapy? It is one hundred percent my therapy to help <clears throat> yeah. to, to watch and help them guys and i and i've said before you're talking about the guys you know you got to have an outlet every now and then and we're so good at the introvert extrovert thing of of holding things in and nobody would ever really know every now and then you got to take that stuff out of the box and let it air out or sure. you're going to drive yourself crazy but when it's kind of put it back in the box put it back in the box but this nature heals man this is the way to, i mean and if it's fishing it's hunting you know it's and and again you can't replicate it to what I I don't think you can replicate it no more than 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 duck hunting. I I, I never you know as many years as I knew when I knew when you were doing I knew you've been doing this for many years but but when you started to really put all your you know you were hundred percent behind it and I just didn't think I wasn't thinking I just didn't understand the concept of the duck hunting. Right. Now I understand what you're saying because you compare it to deer hunting versus that the way you paint there's no. Cue this podcast back up. <laughs> Go back just just two minutes ago when Dennis was just giving us that picture. That makes complete sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm a person who never duck hunted in his life, but I completely get what you just said. So, I mean, that makes sense. So that first time we went, you know, in 2001, Martin Luther King, uh, no, 2002, Martin Luther King weekend. Um, yeah, because 9-11 stopped yeah, you guys from doing it. Yeah. That's right. On, on that weekend, <laughs> if we killed 17 ducks, that was us. You know, and we killed yeah. 17 birds in four days. And we were like, oh, my God, that was fantastic. Yeah. That was our therapy. That was kind of, and we weren't even in the mix of it yet. That was the, we'd only yeah. been deployed once at that point. Right. You know, uh, we had many, many, Imagine. many, many more to did go, you, you know. You, yeah, you didn't know. So, yeah. so uh, the, the point of the guys, you know, uh, of being able to get that release, you know, and then after our 10th year, what done us so well was us being able to come back together because we went, all five of us went oh. different places in the Army. You know, we went, some of us stayed in the Ranger Regiment, some of us went to different places in the Ranger Regiment, some of us went out to what we call the Big Army, you know, but at that weekend was our weekend, and we always come out together. If gotcha. we were not deployed, we came there, and each one of us missed, each one, unfortunately, I didn't. I was lucky yeah. enough not to miss one, yeah. but but it was just timing. But each one of us missed a weekend where one of us wasn't there. They were deployed during the time of Martin Luther gotcha. King weekend, yeah. maybe with another unit or something. But just to get together at, after the after the evening meal and sit around out at the at what we call the cook shack where we got a little, you know it's yeah. just a little room with a fire pit out there and stuff and we're sitting out at the cook shack and and we're having a you know a, a nice uh, beverage and we're we're just checking on each other. Are you good? And you can tell. You can sure. look in your some buddy's are eyes. Some stuff. You yeah, can yeah. see if they're if, if if how they're doing. How they're, and that's when you can reach there and that, that that's the outlet to let them talk. We've got. Uh, you know, Sean's mom and dad has been kind of the big host for this all along. And uh, and Julianne Daniel is Sean's mom. We call her Ish. Everybody calls her Ish yes, to, okay, to yeah. mom, dad. Everybody calls her Ish. Um, you know, uh, even even her kids yeah. call her Ish and uh, her sister. Um, she has got a knack at getting to the boys. That's great. Uh, and she can bring it out. She can she can relax them. She can have these. She can have these guys who has been through some horrific times in their life mm -hmm. broke down. And the next, I mean, just, just when I say break down, I don't mean, you know, like 
squalling or nothing, but I mean, talk to talk, mm-hmm. human to human. She can talk to them in such ways that nobody else can. And before you know it, they're in there on the computer pulling up Facebook pictures, and they're seeing pictures of the kids and the dogs and the wife and everything, and just relaxed. And normally That's that happens cute. on the on the Saturday right after the first hunt. And then everything is kind of just kind of gets better and better and better, and everybody gets more and more and more relaxed. And by the time they leave there, it's a total different person that leaves Monday afternoon after breakfast than it was Friday evening that got there before dinner. It's wow. it's just a total different person, and it's just it's just the people who care. You know, it's the people That's who care, the people who listen, the people who who uh, help, um, and has you know. Obviously has a little skin in the fight, you know. Mm-hmm. Ish's got skin in the fight. Ish and Jim Daniels got skin in the fight. Jim served; he was a retired general. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he he was actually in the Chapman's Corps in Arkansas, and uh, and again, that's a kind of the background of both of these organizations with uh, the Alabama Classic and and Darby's Warrior Support. It's a faith based organization, you know. I mean, we say our prayers before we do our dinner every night. Um, you know, right. and, and, uh, before we launch the boats, uh, you know, we have a prayer with all the boats circled around and we do a prayer with everybody, you know, whatever your religious brief may be, it, you know, do whatever you need to do with it, but, you know, respect that for just a little bit because, yeah. um, you know, it matters. It, yeah, it matters. It, and it don't matter what you believe in, as long as you believe in something and, uh, and then, you know, just, and whoever you, whoever it is you pray to pray to them for that, you know, at that time. Even if it's in your faith at that that's moment. Right. And, and I got to tell you something, Dennis, that's a perfect way to, to wrap this up where, you um, and everybody else who's involved in this have just been uh, really made this come full circle. I mean, this is exactly what I would think the right medicine anybody can have. I'm not saying there's, of course, there's doctors and, and PhDs out there, whomever it may be, and somebody needs to talk to something, that's, that's another outlet. But, but this, to me, is so natural. It's so real. And the way you, the way you uh, explain it to us, it makes the world of difference. And, right. and I, I, for you to open up and share that with us uh, is, is just remarkable. And you said it too. I mean, this country was founded by Judeo-Christians. It was, it's, it's a great country. It's freedom of religion, freedom of everything. And you're keeping us free. And I thank you for that. And everybody who serves this country, the small percentage of this voluntary army of ours, the voluntary armed services in 1%, this country, man. 1%, think 1%. about it, depending what branch you would like to attend. If there's someone out there, you have the support. It's there. And then less than that one percent is you know selected to be special operators. It's That's all right. it's all three eight. three yeah. volunteer you I know. know three time volunteer three and four time volunteer guys to go do what you know the guys that's that's, that's carrying the heavy load. Everybody's carrying a heavy load, but you know that one percent one percent of that one percent mm. is in the special operations community. That's you know, right, and and carrying a burden. Uh, but I, I appreciate you. I really appreciate you having me on. Let me let me pitch real quick sure. uh, the, right the, the uh, Alabama Classic. You know that that tournament's going to be October sixteenth uh, at a Lake Point Resort in uh, in Eufaula. And years to come too, because when yeah, you're listening we, to this podcast, there might be this might be twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. You want to keep this going? That's exactly right. Yeah. I'd love to keep it going. And, and and we've been doing this for many many years now. Again, this was the Nemi Pick, the Lee King Buddy Tournament okay. when it first started out by Sean, uh, by Sam and Polly down there. Um, the, the tournament is on Saturday, October sixteenth. Uh, there's a at the at the marina there on uh, the fifteenth. Uh, we have a little a little uh, safety meeting is what we call it. But it's kind of, there's door prizes and different things. And if you come down the day early, come hang out with us. Have a little have a little dinner down there with us. Uh, we'll be down there to set up and and have a, a few giveaways and stuff. And all that money is donations that goes back to to the organizations. Uh, entry, entry fee is one hundred fifty dollars for the for the buddy team mm-hmm. tournament there, and then it's uh, 
uh, it's one hundred seventy five dollars if you come the day of the tournament. It's a twenty five dollar late fee there for that. Uh, twenty dollar big fish pot per person there, so that's a pretty good big fish pot. Good. And uh, we're going to pay first and sixty forty split, and that's going to be a pretty good paycheck if you. Well, we got one hundred ninety folks out there. Yeah, two hundred. Yeah. Let's 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 get it, let's get them to come out. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And then the last thing would like again, I'd like to thank the sponsors. You know, the title sponsor mm-hmm, sure. this year, two thousand one, is Alpha Insurance, uh, guaranteeing us a five thousand dollar first prize purse. Uh, and then all, everybody who's come on board to help us out. The website that you can go to register on that is uh, uh, AL Classic. That's uh, mm-hmm. it stands for Alabama Classic, obviously, .com, AL Classic. And, uh, and then if you got any questions, you can call me or Mr. Sam Williams or uh, any of them guys. You can catch us on Darby's Warrior Sport or Hawks Guide Service. Uh, either one of them you can ha- catch us on. And those civilians who would like to volunteer for the fundraiser for the, for the uh, tournament – uh, would be on, on just come reach me okay, uh, reach, reach out to okay. me it's a it's a d smith at darby's warrior sport.org okay. or uh phone number 706-536-6101 and uh and i can help you out and, and we would love to have the any help that we could get down there friday night or saturday to set up and tear down for the tournament fantastic and of course anytime you folks want to give back or whatever you may want to do this is one way to do it through even through monetary support as well if you That's can't correct. physically get down there and you can donate to both of the organizations uh, anytime dennis smith from darby's warrior support we appreciate you so much dennis it's a it's a pleasure and honor to, to be your friend and to known you all these years and everything that you do keep up the great work thanks I mean, for having you're, me you're you're a great leader and you're still leading away dennis <laughs> and, and like i said you always are serving of course you are okay so if you want to do your part and serve as well uh, like dennis smith or anybody else just please check it out you know do your part it's the best thing and i want to thank you for watching us here at wrbl.com or whatever you get your podcast from of course uh we are here always through uh of course we got you on apple and spotify iHeart. Uh, these are just ways to pick up our podcast every week and this episode especially. Share it with your friends. Please do just that. You can reach out to me at B. WRBL through Twitter, Facebook, Bob Jeswell WRBL, and Instagram, B. WRBL, which you can also see all these connected here with Dennis Smith, Darby's Warrior Support. We have all the links and emails. Check it out and get a hold of them today. See what you can do. And what you should always remember, take it off thyself. It's just one way to give back to community, to be a better productive citizen. Be positive. Do something to help someone else today, and you'll see how well your life will be enriched. Definitely. Thanks for staying with us here. We'll see you next week, every week, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central. What's Mountain Time? I can't. It depends what time zone we're in. Three hours difference. Something like that. There you go. Three hours difference, where it may be. Atlantic time, whatever time, Europe, wherever you are. Thanks, Dennis. Thank you. Thank you, buddy.